to Sunday Morning, a weekly podcast presented by Church Without Walls of Greer. Good morning. I'm sitting out on our new patio and enjoying it. I'm going to share a message today just based on some stuff that's been going on. It's November 17th, I believe. And, uh, no, 15th, excuse me, November 15th. And, uh, you know, the election happened a week or so ago, a little over a week ago, 10 days ago. And things are still up in the air and crazy and and all sorts of, you know, this theory and that theory, whether they're conspiracy theories or not, are all being tossed around. People are, you know, confused and upset, and people are excited and anticipating for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, it, it, who knows? I, you know, God knows what's going to happen. Other than that, nobody really does. Um, there's lots of surmising, lots of guessing, lots of uh, positioning people, thinking this way, thinking that way, etc., etc., etc. I wanted to say that I was considering the uh, scripture at the end of Matthew chapter 7, where Jesus talked about the man that, you know, talked about the man that built his house on the rock and you know the floods came and the house stood and then the man who built his house on the sands the flood came and the house fell down but he says right before that he says anybody who hears my words and does them is like the man who built his house on the stone anybody who hears my words and doesn't do them is like the man who built his house on the sand and that's the end of the sermon of the mount um, the Sermon of the Mount on the Mount is the entire thing of everything that he's talking about. Jesus went up on that mountain and laid out the entire uh, framework of Christianity. He talked about you know doing good things to please God. Talked about. Um, you know, the the uh, beatitudes, all of those things start, started out with that. Then he explained them out with, you know, talking about doing good things, about you know being humble, about you know walking a mile, you know going the extra mile. He talked about, you know, don't judge, don't worry. You know, if you if you worry and judge, then you're like the man who built his house on the sand. If you You know, don't if you don't do your best, you're like the man who built his house on the sand. In other words, if you don't have a foundation in those things that Jesus talked about in the Sermon on the Mount, you're like the man who built his house on the sand. Now, to be clear, Jesus didn't say that the man who built his house on the sand was going to hell. He just said he had no foundation. In fact, he probably needs more help. Let's see, he says, uh, 
So therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, this is Matthew 7, 24, 25, 26, 27. Um, so therefore, whoever hears these things, these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them is like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. And so it was that Jesus had ended these sayings, that the people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Um, so, the only judgment Jesus makes there, he says, if you build on the, if you do these things I say, then you're wise. You're like a wise man. If you don't do the things I say, then you're like a foolish man. Now, there's other places where wise wisdom and foolishness are uh, punished and decried in the in the Bible and and talked about, but Jesus wasn't doing that. He was just saying, you know, if you do these things, then you're like the wise man, and you have a foundation. If you don't do them, then you're like a foolish man, and you don't have any foundation. Um. I there's there's so much in the Sermon on the Mount. And, you know, maybe we'll go through it again someday. I would like to, but I'm just thinking about the fact that, you know, because I was like, so what was it? He said, here are these things that I'm saying. So you, you scroll back, you're like, oh, you know, I didn't know you. You came to the Lord, Lord, you know, uh, oh, you'll know them by their fruits. Oh, the narrow way. So enter by the narrow way, not by the wide way. Oh, keep asking, seeking, knocking. Okay, so those are some of the things that he said to do. Um, do not judge, uh, do not worry, uh, you can't serve God and riches, uh, the lamp of the body is the eye, lay up treasures in heaven, uh, don't fast so that the world knows you're fasting, but only so God knows, uh, pray in this way, the, you know, the Lord's Prayer, do not, do good to please God, don't do good to please men, uh, love your enemies, uh, go the second mile, somebody asks you to go the second mile, don't swear an oath on stuff that you don't have any control over, uh, don't swear an oath at all, just say yes or no, uh, marriage is, you know, sacred, adultery in the heart is as bad or worse than adultery physically, murder in the heart is as bad or worse than physical murder, uh, you know, Jesus said that he had came home to fulfill the law, not to get rid of it. He said, believers are the salt and the light, so be savory, be a light. Don't be, don't bring darkness on the world. Um, just as an aside, I was reading something, somebody was talking about that they had read a, uh, uh, a Viking legend or story or whatever, and it was talking about romanized christianity or the roman catholic church as it went across europe they compared it to a black plague uh if 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 believers are the salt and the light the black plague is the last thing that we should be compared to by the world um then you know he talked about the beatitudes at the beginning of it so 
those are all the things that Jesus said. If you hear me and, and do them, then you're like the wise man. And if you hear, if you hear and don't do them, then you're like the, uh, the foolish man. So the one thing that's clear there, the, another thing that needs to be pointed out, is he said, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I'll liken him to a wise man. Everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man. Jesus is not passing judgment on people who do not hear this message. So, let me just narrow that down for you. He's not talking to the sinners in this Sermon on the Mount. He wasn't talking to people who didn't believe him. He wasn't talking to the masses of people that didn't have a clue. He was talking to people who were drawn out because they were already interested in following him. They were already believers, if you will. Let's see, it says up here at the beginning of chapter 5, seeing the multitudes, so it was multitudes, he went up in the mountain and was seated. You know, he said, but there, let's see here, it is great multitudes followed him from Galilee and from Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. So people from all around um, north central Jerusalem or Israel were, were coming out and following him because they'd all heard that he could do miracles. So they believed him. The, you know, he was teaching in the synagogues and preaching the gospel and the kingdom and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. And then his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought him all the sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics and paralytics, and he healed them. Great multitudes followed him. They followed him because they had seen the evidence that there was more to him than just somebody walking through the wilds talking through his hat. They were already believing. They weren't necessarily disciples, but they were hearing him. They were listening. They believed him. And this is the thing that we have to consider. He was already being followed by the multitudes there. And that's that's what the Sermon on the Mount was delivered to them. And Jesus wasn't judging the people who weren't following him, the people who didn't come out onto the mountain, the people who didn't come after him. You know, there were tens of thousands of people who had heard about him and and were like, yeah, whatever. And Jesus wasn't judging them. He wasn't talking to them. He wasn't making this, he wasn't judging anybody here. He was just saying, I would compare you to a wise man or not a wise, a foolish man. If you hear what I say and do it, you're wise. If you hear what I say and don't do it, you're foolish. And that's true today. Now, there's people who say, well, I don't know if God even exists. I can't say I believe. And, and I'll be real honest. It, it breaks my heart whenever I hear anybody say that. But. The what breaks my heart isn't that people have questions because Jesus doesn't have any problem with people having questions. He didn't challenge the people that ask questions. No, Jesus has a problem with people that cause offense to the people that ask questions. Little children ask questions. 
How many of you have been around a little child and, you know, three-year-old? You need to eat your food. Why? Well, because it's good for you. Why? Well, because it's got lots of vitamins and minerals. Why? Well, vitamins and minerals are called nutrients, and they make up the things you know that we eat, and they're they're good for your body to be able to build muscle. Why? Well, because muscle is made of protein and you know, and, and other you know things, and it, it needs to be you know put together in such a way that we can move. Why? So you can be grow up being big and strong. Why? Well, so that you can you know go you know whatever they they will ask why ten million times. And they're not being, uh, they're not asking why to be uh, problematic. They're not trying to cause a scene. They're not, you know, parents who get upset with their kids asking why, they're not saying, why do I have to obey? They're just saying, why? I need to, under- I want to understand. I want to have understanding. And they're, and, and a, a little child will ask questions. And Jesus was not condemning anybody who asked questions. He was not saying that they're the ones that are foolish. He's saying that the ones who hear and don't do what he says are the foolish ones. And the ones that hear and do what he says aren't foolish. He wasn't getting after the unbelievers in this, in the Sermon on the Mount. He was talking to the believers and see people who don't have a foundation, people who say, I don't know if God exists, you know, I've not, you know, I don't know. They're, they are the ones that are seeing the nominal church, the nominal believer, the people who say, yeah, I'm a, I'm a good Christian, and then turn around and, you know, take advantage of somebody. Or, oh yeah, he's a good Christian salesman. And then he tries to scam you for all your, you know, worth or whatever. That, those are the ones that people see that are questioning whether God even exists. Because if he exists and those are his followers, well, who wants to follow that? If he doesn't exist, you know, really the question most people say, well, if God exists, how come all the bad stuff in the world happens? That's a question that we've talked about before, and we'll talk about again, but not today. Well, I'll, I'll give a brief answer to that. If God exists and bad stuff in the world happens because, plain and simple, when God created humanity, he gave us free choice, free will. He let us choose, and our choices have consequences. And the consequences that we have made, uh, created because of our choices, lead to bad things happening in the world. God could stop them. God could change everything. God could change our minds. But God created humanity with one goal in mind. So that we could love him and he could love us and that we could be companions. And without free will, there can be no true love. It would just be slavery. And there wouldn't be any love. There wouldn't be any joy. There wouldn't be any care. There would just be, you know, God might care for us, but he would know that we didn't have any choice but to love him. And that's not really very beneficial. It's It doesn't help anybody. It's just like, 
you know, after a few millennial of that, it's just bleh. So God doesn't want that. He wants us to choose. So because of the fact that we have free choice, because we can choose to love or we can choose to hate, bad things in this world happen. People do bad things. The the uh, consequences of choices that are made go on and rebound through generations. Um because consequences I mean you know you don't believe me then I will ask you why before they released the first atomic bomb in a test above ground or even underground for that matter the radioactivity was so much lower and now radioactivity in general is so much higher and cancer is so much higher well it's a consequence of nuclear fission nuclear fission that that we created so as a result boom consequence so anyway um consider that just think about it this week think about the fact that if you hear the words he says and do them you'll be likened to a wise man who built his house on the stone and when the storms come and the same storm came and washed out both ho- or you know beat out both houses but the the house on the stone stood and the house on the sand fell down so jesus i ask that you to help us to hear this that you would help whoever needs to hear this message to hear it that you would help us to be able to follow after you with all our hearts minds souls and bodies thank you jesus amen Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Podcast from Church Without Walls of Greer, South Carolina. If you have any questions or you need more information, please feel free to reach out to jonathan.wagner at intheupstate.net. If you'd like to subscribe, please do so on whatever channel you found this podcast. And reach out to me or anyone if you have questions about Christianity. Christianity.